Hello Lock there. Talk Radio. Peace, everyone. Welcome to the Mama Dada Astrology Show on the My Astrology Coach Radio Network here on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, I want to officially welcome you to the best time of your week ahead of time. And um, this is uh, a divine opportunity to introduce uh, those of you who are not as uh, familiar as of yet with astrology to uh, the tool, the wonderful tool that it is, a spiritual tool, um, a scientific tool, a mathematical tool. Uh, that really has been instrumental for me in uh, developing myself as an entire person throughout everyday life for me. Uh, I got introduced to my astrology coach radio years ago before um, I even knew what it was. I just was on a search for spiritual wisdom uh, that exceeded the realm that the religious affiliations that I had and the religious institutions that I was a part of uh, had to offer. So at this point, um, fast forward a couple of two or three years, and here I am on a radio network channel through my astrology coach that uh, I was introduced to just two or three years ago. I was sitting in a, uh, I I call it a warehouse, (laughs) but I was sitting in at my job at the time uh, working in a legal department uh, for a big uh, banking institution. And I had downloaded a radio show And I was just so intrigued and interested by how here we had, I had real people that were just in, you know, daily conversation over the radio airwaves talking about these planetary energies, the planetary bodies, the aspects and transits that were were being made at the time. And they, uh, it was, Ampu, I know for certain, and a a female voice that I I haven't yet identified, but um, it was was wisdom and information going forth regarding these planetary energies that made such an impact in my life at the time that fast forward a couple of years, I'm I'm no longer relying on um, corporate America (laughs) to fund my lifestyle, and I am literally living my dreams based on my ability and my desire to find out more about this astrology thing and see where it could take me, see where, how I could incorporate it into my life, and and it was actually fulfilling me on so many levels. So here I am today. Uh, hosting my first show, excuse any nerves, Uh, Mercury is in Gemini and my chart is ruled by Mercury, so uh, excuse any nerves, I am here to serve, I am here to uh, love you guys through my ministry of, of, of learning these astrological concepts and 
helping people in their everyday lives. I uh, currently have active clients that contact me (laughs) on a regular basis and they want to know, you know, I know Mercury retrograde is coming up, you know, how's it going to affect me? How's it going to affect my chart? And uh, I'm able to read charts and analyze at least uh, where it's going to be taking place, what area of your life you can expect this. I say challenging energy when it comes to Mercury retrograde, probably just because my chart is ruled by Mercury, so I feel these effects and these transits of Mercury a lot more intensely. Uh, but it's 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 actually, as we'll talk about it here in just a bit, uh, it's, it's an opportunity, a divine opportunity to kind of review and go back over some things and, and, and get certain about things. So it's all in your perspective and the way that you look at it. Um, I just want to take a, a moment here before we get into the meat of everything to honor a couple of very important people. Uh, and first of all, uh, my ancestors, who with obviously I I'm, wouldn't be here without, and the path and the journey that I had been on spiritually before coming into contact with my astrology coach is was initiated and and, and led by my uh, awareness of and my appreciation of and honoring my ancestors on on a constant basis. So, Ashe and Amun Ra. Uh, Secondly, I'd like to thank uh, Brother Ampu, who uh, get, has given me such a divine opportunity to move forward in uh, my inherent gifts, natural abilities uh, that have inclined me in such a very short period of time to, to begin to develop uh, a lot of proficiency in the area of reading charts and the area of understanding a lot of these astrological concepts. So thank you, Brother Ampu, for believing in me and giving me such an opportunity to kind of get my, spread my wings, <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, Mercury is the winged messenger. So uh, anyway, also I would like to thank uh, Tanika who has been very instrumental here with uh, me getting a lot of different things with uh, Mama Dada Astrology off the ground, just even if conceptually her influence, her encouragement, her wisdom is much appreciated, I can't even say. Um, And so now that uh, I've gotten that out of the way, I I just couldn't go any further because I wouldn't even be here uh, to speak with you guys without their influence. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I guess we can go ahead and get into it. Uh, We have about 45 minutes. We may not take that long. We may take the entire time. If you have any questions, please um, raise your hand and I can open up the line and we can talk, chat it up. I wonder how everyone is doing with all the Gemini energy that we're coming into. Uh, Mars is is in Gemini. Mercury uh, Mercury will be in Gemini. uh, And uh, the sun is entering Gemini here in the coming weeks. So uh, with the 
the Mercury retrograde in Gemini, which is an air sign, there's just a lot going on by way of communications, by way of thinking processes, anything uh, Gemini ruled. Uh, Gemini actually does rule uh, the brain and the nervous system. Um, And so these are things that, that also we could be feeling some effects of. Uh, I am moving a little bit ahead of myself, so let's take it back to, uh, dial it back to the new moon in Taurus. Now, the new moon and Mercury retrograde is both occurring on the 18th, depending on your time zone. Uh, In the central time zone on the 17th, let me get the day of the week so I can just be a little bit more clear for you guys. Today is the 16th. I know Monday is the 18th. So, yes, uh, late Sunday night at 11.13 p.m. for those in the central time zone, uh, the new the moon will line up exactly conjunct the sun at 26 degrees Taurus. In the eastern time zone, it will be early that morning, 12.13 a.m. on the 18th. Um, the new moon in Taurus is... Is is it's an earthy um, uh, energy. It's sensual. It's natural. It's it's uh it's a money energy. I, my take on it is to take that since it is a new moon, and that is even though it's happening on on a on a Mercury retrograde. Uh, at the same time as the Mercury retrograde, and that energy is kind of slowing us down and it's having us review and rethink some things, the new moon in Taurus does demand us to initiate some things. So what we can do is initiate uh, some endeavors that will add to uh, the reviewing and the reconsidering and revising that we that, that Mercury retrograde is calling us to do. So we can incorporate these energies and make them still work for us. Um, we definitely want to take the initiative to make ourselves feel more secure. Um, Taurus um, is ruled by Venus. And so we're talking here about money. We're talking about values. And um with the with the moon being conjunct the sun, the moon represents emotion, so we're also talking about how we feel about things so uh I say, let's take the initiative to make ourselves feel more secure by reviewing our feelings. That's the moon habits is also um something that is denoted by the moon. We can reconsider some of our habits. We can take the initiative in these ways where we're revising and 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 resolving sensitivities, which is also the moon. Sensitivities and what we uh we imagine. That's also um a moon thing, our imagination. So uh regarding what we value. This is a divine time to initiate something, I say also when you write things down at the time of a new moon, it's very powerful uh, as it relates to what you intend. You can do that now. You don't have to wait till the 18th. Um, you can be thinking on it. And maybe on, on at the time of the new moon, you can physically actually do something during that time where you're, uh, when you have, knowing that these energies are coming up 
that is the point of this hour, which is the week ahead, then you can prepare mentally for what you will do during the time frame where the doing of it has the most potency and the most potential for manifesting the results that you want as a result of doing that. And I I, I did a lot of results of, so I hope that made sense. Um, uh, Taurus is an earth sign. Taurus is a fixed sign. And so, you know, the the energy is ripe for, uh, especially in the midst of a Mercury retrograde, we're already in the shadow phase. And you've got, you know, especially with Mercury being in Gemini, Gemini's versatile and it's changeable. It's the twins, it's du- duality represented there. So um, having the new moon here in a, in a fixed sign on the same day, you can still tap into the stability that um, Taurus has inherently in it, and you can really make some things stick. This is where knowing your particular birth or natal chart comes into play because you can, uh, I say specify, but you can personalize the approach that you take to getting on the front end of these energies and setting yourself up for success. So that is another um, component to Mama Dada Astrology. We help you determine where exactly you can expect to uh, see these energies play out and manifest, as well as uh, how more specifically knowing what area of your chart it will affect how you can target that uh, energy for the best result. Um, the sun represents our creative energy, our power or powers, ambition, self-expression, confidence. And then, like I said before, the moon, it, it more so is dealing with emotions, intuition, memory, personality, habits, moods. So when we're talking about a new moon in Taurus and we're talking about the sun conjuncting or aligning, I, in my mind, I, I consider them kind of on top of each other, but they're, they, they've lined up. There is no degrees separating them in distance. The sun is in the exact same position in time and space as the moon um, at the time of the new moon in Taurus. And so when you have things conjunct or line up in astrology, it it magnifies that the sun and the moon at this time are going to be feeding off of each other. So our will and our individuality and creative energy is going to be feeding off of what we feel. It's going to be feeding off of our mood and our habits. So when you're talking about Taurus and self-worth and what we value, that we're talking about the principles on which we stand and live by. Uh, when we're talking about Taurus and money and values, we're talking about what we will and won't do for money, for example. So these are some of the the things, the key issues that are that probably are already coming up, 
And so at the time of the new moon, it's going to be a culmination point. It's going to be a point of uh, initiating some, what are you going to do about it? Now that that you are, you know, doing these earthy, natural, sensual things to increase your self-worth, you know, how that, that is going to, over the two weeks from the new moon into the full moon, you will get to see the full moon is going to shine a light on these new moon and Taurus initiatives. So, you know, when you're talking about self-worth and value, you'll get to see. We all will get to see and find out, um, uh, you know, what we value. Um, this will be a good time for any new moon rituals where you are uh, utilizing something uh, physical or natural or earth earthy. Um, do this. Look up information on anything you can find out about the Taurus energy, and you'll begin to see all of the things that describe it. That's how you will tap into it, and you can intend to manifest the highest expression of of the energy and how it's playing out in your life. It, when you get with me and I'm, I'm able to help you uh, see where in your chart it's taking place and the aspects, not only the house position or the area of your life that the energy is playing out in, but also the, the aspects that these planets in transit, like the sun and the moon when you're dealing with this new moon and then being conjunct, what aspect is the sun and the moon making to your natal chart at the time of this new moon on the 17th or 18th, depending where you are. So we can take that same, the same concepts of utilizing the energy and the highest expression of it into our next um, Topic. If y'all have anything on the new moon in Taurus, any questions, feel free to uh, to raise your hand and and we can chat it up. Um, but I'm gonna let let that take us right into the Mercury retrograde because they are so intimately related, occurring on the same day. You you can't really separate them. Uh, the Mercury retrograde is occurring at. 8.49 p.m. Central Standard Time on the 18th, which is 9.49 Eastern. Like I said before, we're already in the zone. We're already uh, in the shadow period. May the 4th, we've been in the shadow period of this particular Mercury retrograde in Gemini. And uh, it stations retrograde on Monday the 18th until June the 11th. Now, it's crossing, since May 4th, it was at 4 degrees Gemini, and it won't be, at the time of the retrograde on Monday, it's at 13 degrees Gemini. So at that point, up until June 11th, it goes, it appears to be moving backwards, but it's really not. It's it's slowing down, just like if you're passing a car on the highway and you're going faster than it, is that other car not, is that other car moving backwards? No, it's not. It just appears to be when you're passing it at a higher rate of speed. So hopefully that helps 
um, you kind of see more what a Mercury retrograde is actually doing. And so with the degrees that it's passing over from four four degrees Gemini to 13 degrees, this is the critical area of space that I would take my client to in their birth or natal chart to see where is this Mercury retrograde going to be affecting me and my chart? And what aspect is this going to make to my birth chart? Not only, you know, now, but the times that it's going to go back over that area of space. You're going to have whatever aspects you have during a Mercury retrograde, you're going to have it more than once, uh, up to three times. So once again, you have a divine opportunity to review, to reconsider, to revise, to resolve, to renegotiate, because you're going to hit that same area of space a few times. So you're going to have multiple times to figure it out and get it right. Um, So don't look at Mercury retrograde as a bad thing. Uh, or or a difficult time or a time when everything goes haywire. Look at it as an opportunity to nail down once and for all since you have so many times to perfect it and work on it. Um, Gemini, the sign that that Mercury is retrograding in, is a mutable sign. The energy is very changeable and fluid and flexible. So... uh, how you use it is, you know, you can look at that as a good or a bad thing, but it's all about how you use it. That could be just the right energy for a particular situation or scenario in your life. So just knowing that alone, you can choose to take advantage of it. Depending on your particular sun sign or the sign that your ascendant is on or in, uh, is going to kind of also tell you how the Mercury retrograde in Gemini is going to affect you. For air, for instance, for other air signs like Aquarius and Libra, it's a trining energy. It's it's a easy, effortless kind of energy. So uh, you know, if your sun is in sun sign is in Aquarius or Libra, the sun represents like your will, like your creative energy, your powers, your ambition, your self-expression and confidence can really receive a boost from this energy. And you can maneuver your creative energy, your your self-expression is going to benefit from 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 this energy. So you you have an easy way to access whatever area of your chart is being uh, affected by that trine. So anything in Gemini, Aquarius, or Libra, you can expect, like, for instance, for me, Mercury retrograde in Gemini, I I have a Gemini ascendant, and uh, Aquarius is on my midheaven or 10th house cusp. It may not make sense now, but give give Mama Dada Astrology Radio just a little bit of time, and 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 I I know that uh, y'all will be chatting it up with me with all the correct astrological terms and everything. But um, this particular Mercury retrograde is giving me a very easy and effortless way in through my career. Of of being a professional astrologer, 
by way, you can look at this radio show. I, I'm going to an astrology conference. This I'll be in an astrology conference across the, you know, nation this time next week. And and even the divine opportunity that I've been given to uh, get some more clients, even as recently as two days ago, where just in passing, someone was giving a personal testimonial about their experience with Mama Dada Astrology, and it just opened up a whole nother door. So you, we can look at your particular nail chart and see what you can expect because, once again, just because it's a Mercury retrograde, it's not all bad. And so uh, just like the easy energy right now to Aquarius and Libra, um, if you, to a lesser degree, if you want to look at the sextile, anything uh, significant planetary energies you have in Aries or Leo, uh, it, it will be forming a sextile, which is 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 favorable as well, uh, just to a lesser degree. Um, now Gemini is opposing Sagittarius, and it is squaring Pisces and Virgo. Um, all that means is is challenge. All that means is is opportunity for growth through adversity, growth through opposition, growth through challenging um, situations and energies. So fret not and don't look at it as a bad thing if you happen to have sun in Pisces, uh, sun or ascendant in Pisces, Virgo, or Sagittarius, or a lot of planetary energy there, even if it's not those particular um, points or planets, if you have a stellium or a lot of energy in these areas, you may feel the pinch. You may feel the challenge and the opposition a lot more so than than some other people. But guess what? That's, I mean, it won't kill you. <laughs> I don't know of, of, of any personal testimony so far of a, of a Mercury retrograde um, uh, harming anyone physically. So you can maneuver through it way more effectively if you actually are aware of what's going on and how it's affecting you. Um, just a little bit more about the Gemini energy. It's very curious. It's very chatty. <laughs> it's uh, uh, Gemini rules, like I said before, the nervous system. It also rules um, the arms, the shoulders, the hands, the fingers. It rules speech and the vocal cords. Um, these are the parts of the body that it rules. So you may experience uh, the necessary conditions to, that are making you have to pay attention to these particular areas uh, or an opera divine opportunity to utilize um, these particular body parts or areas in a way that you or someone else. Um, Gemini also rules siblings, elementary education, local or national travel, kind of like my trip coming up, uh, mental skills and abilities, your immediate environment, short messages, kind of like tweets and not so much Facebook because you can write a book on there, but more so like tweets and text messages. Um, it all, Gemini also rules young people and youth. So 
keep these keywords in mind in between now and June 27th when we're out of the Mercury retrograde shadow phase and you can, you know, proceed with new initiatives after that point um, with more clarity. That's what happens when you take time or when nature, (laughs) the planetary energies, force you, put you in a position to take some time to reconsider some things, reconsider our self-worth. Like I said, how you can incorporate the Mercury retrograde energies and what you're having to focus on and do there with that same new moon. You can initiate some things uh, mentally. Gemini is an air sign. That's mental. Um, you can speak some things out. Gemini is is the vocal cords and speech. One of my favorite things to do, which I, I lead my clients uh, into this, is taking how an energy is going to affect you specifically and personally by way of your natal chart and turning them into affirmations. Um, I made some new moon affirmations at the new moon in Aries. Uh, That was in April. And, I mean, affirmations are so powerful because you you actually get to watch what you create with your words manifest. What a divine opportunity while Mercury is in retrograde in Gemini to resolve some things utilizing your vocal cords, your speech, resolve some things as it relates to your lungs and your brain and maybe how uh, how, how we value these things, how we value these things that we may take for granted, that we may not even think about on a day-to-day basis. But that's what this divine period of time is for, to slow down a little bit and return to uh, you know, the basics. Uh, Gemini is elementary education. And you may think, oh, I'm, 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 I graduated, you know, I'm, I'm on to higher learning. And there's, it, it, during this Mercury retrograde, it's, it's a good time to just take things back to the basics and, 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 and build from a foundation of, you know, even the elementary things that we believe that we are beyond right now. Um, this is, once again, let me give you these dates because these these are key. May 4th, we entered the, the shadow of Mercury retrograde. Mercury is stationing retrograde on Monday the 18th. Um, watch out for your time zone on that for specifics. And uh, it's stationing direct on June the 11th. On June 27th, you got to give it, once it goes direct on the 11th, you have to give it some time to, so you got, if if you're looking to start something, you know, a new initiative and, and you just want to be sure, wait till after June 27th, then you're what I call home free. Um, and we've only got a few minutes left. Once again, if you got uh, want to chime in or add to, uh, feel free to raise your hand, and I definitely want to keep the uh, lines open for you guys if y'all uh, 
have anything. If you want to say hi, that's fine too. <laughs> um, we, I wanted to talk on a couple of more items, uh, a couple of more points about some aspects that were going on, but I just decided to, uh, I will add a link and it'll be on my website for the uh, couple of things that are going on this week that we just probably won't have time to get to here today. I really just wanted to introduce myself to you guys, tell you a little bit about how I got here and um, give you a a brief preview of what these uh, weeks are going to be like. Um, just giving you a heads up, so you'll when Monday comes, when the 21st comes, and the sun is moving into Gemini, which I'm about to talk about talk about here real quick before we go. You you will already know what to expect. You you can see it in the in immediate environment around you at work in your home, just running errands day to day. With this Gemini energy, like I said, it's very chatty. You'll notice just endless conversations going on around you, a lot of them probably about a whole bunch of nothing, but (laughs) that's Gemini. It's just chatty like that, very talkative. And so um, the Venus-Pluto opposition on the 21st and the Sun-Saturn opposition on the 22nd, I will have... uh, information about that on my website. Once again, I'll drop that link uh, after the show. Um, Sun and Gemini, happy birthday to all the Geminis out there. It's your season. It's your time. So uh, if you have Gemini ascendant like I do, it may feel like a birthday time, even though my birthday is in December. my ascendant is being uh, lit up by these transits of these planets into the Gemini energy. So it will, it, for any Gemini ascendant, you two, uh, happy birthday in a sense, in an astrological sense. Uh, the sun is entering Gemini on the 21st, which is um, Thursday of the coming week. At 3:45 a.m. Central Time and 4:45 a.m. Eastern Time, the sun is going to be in Gemini from that point until around June 21st, depending on where you are. Um, I've already talked so much about this Gemini energy, but when you're considering the sun ingressing in that sign, you can easily be bored. <laughs> Restless, like I said, it's it's a nervous kind of energy. It can be, and and it can cause us to be unfocused. It can uh, introduce a confusing kind of energy. Once again, we're looking at Gemini, the twins, and and being able to see both sides of of a thing, and how that could introduce a, a certain element of confusion. Um, to admonish you guys during this time, don't overthink yourself into a nervous, anxious, anxiety-ruled state. Uh, this is a very – you've got Mercury, the planet of, 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 um, that rules Gemini in Gemini. Then you've got the sun that, you know, rules, like I said, your self-expression and confidence and individuality 
it being affected by this self-same energy. So that's why I'm, I'm admonishing you to monitor how it's affecting your personality at this point because of the sun moving into this energy. It's kind of, It can be like a hyperactive energy. But like I said, Gemini rules youth and, you know, young children. So it's like sometimes you just want to tell that, those, that child to, you know, sit down somewhere and quit being so hyper. But you, you may notice these tendencies in yourself and the people around you. So this is what you said of overthinking and, you know, allowing this nervous energy to cause you to be anxious. Uh, you can do something with it instead and put it to some use. Now, I told you Gemini rules the hands. So why not do take some of this energy and do something with your hands? Um, the sun represents our creative energy and our self-expression. So how can we utilize it for our benefit and the benefit of others around us? Do something with it. Do something with your hands. Uh, don't be afraid to get out of your head. An air sign, it's mutable, it's, you know, nervous and active. Don't be afraid to get out of your head. Take a break from all that energy. It's just a long time between now and June 21st. So get out of your head and relax. You can do that by maybe meditating or yoga, or you can actually physically get active, get out of your head and get become more present in your body. And so... um these are are ways that you can uh, circumvent some of this energy if it becomes too much for you. Somebody like me or other people, I, I have a couple of clients whose chart is ruled by Merck Mind. Now, that that could be either Gemini on the Ascendant or Virgo on the Ascendant because they're both ruled by Mercury. But when your chart is ruled by Mercury, Mercury when Mercury is in a prominent position in your chart, and the fact that everybody's chart automatically has two areas of one extra area <laughs> that than the others that is ruled by Mercury. And what I'm saying there is with the twelve zodiac signs being in everyone's chart in the in the wheel, you automatically have two areas out of those twelve that are ruled by Mercury. So it's it's you, it it can't be ignored. It can't be denied. But you can circumvent it when you know how to. Uh, if it if it if it begins to feel like too much. Now, I don't want to make Gemini out to be all bad. Gemini is a very playful. Like I said, it's youthful, young, it's affectionate, fun. Some of that nervous energy can be used for things that Gemini, you know, uh, exemplifies. Uh, which is like multitasking. Uh, if you've heard the phrase jack of all trades, that's a Gemini. Um, you know, have fun multitasking. Uh, you know, once again, it can get to be too much, and you may have to relax that a bit and, and get physical, get in your body and see one thing to completion if that becomes necessary. But if if, if you can indulge yourself, Enjoy uh, flittering from one, you know, thing to the, the next, especially about when it comes to other things that are Gemini rule, like learn, learning new skills and abilities, 
mental and physical, especially when it pertains to your hands. Um, let's see. As far as uh, it also rules short trips. So um, a, a good way to manifest this energy proactively to where it could benefit you and others is taking quick trips to add to your education. Maybe take a class at a local uh, a local college or learn a skill on your own online and, and get the tools and th- uh, uh, tools that you'll need to, to, to practice that skill and, and do that. Um, whatever you do, be expect the energy to kind of be spontaneous and playful like the Gemini energy is. And if you kind of stay in that energy, it won't throw you off so much. Stay light and playful and spontaneous, always ready for a change of plans here in the next few weeks Um, versus taking everything so seriously and sticking to a routine. Save that for when the sun is in detail-oriented Virgo, also Mercury rule. But for now, keep it light. Keep it light and enjoy learning new things and getting out and meeting new people. It's a very, Gemini is a very sociable, like I said, and talkative energy. So so manifest it on that end. Like I said with the Mercury Retro and the New Moon in Taurus, when it comes to the sun entering Gemini, we can look at your chart at the time of the ingression, like I said, 3.45 a.m. Central, and 4.45 Eastern, whatever time zone you're in, we can look at that and we can see what what house this is occurring in or what area of your chart, area of your life you can expect this to manifest or show up in. And we can look at the aspects that are occurring at the time of the ingress or at the time that the sun does enter Gemini. And we can look at some themes, some some themes you can expect to see playing out over these next few weeks that are very specific to you individually as opposed to your entire sun sign or if you're looking at a horoscope based on your ascendant sign. Um, you know what? Our time looks to be wrapping up here, and I've, it went by so fast. I love astrology. Astrology loves me. I love helping people. Um, I, uh, I, uh, can, you can, if you have any astrological questions, any spiritual questions that you may want to give astrological context to, or if you just want to know yourself, um, personally and more intimately, uh, as astrologically speaking, (laughs) your cosmological makeup. Don't hesitate to um, email Adrian A D R I E N N E at myastrologycoach dot com. That's the email address you can send any questions you have to, uh, and we can we can help. Uh, additionally, I'm going to drop the link to the website where there's more information about these the week ahead that you can refer back to or or send to someone and show them. I've had so much fun. I love you guys. That's why I'm here. And I'm looking forward to doing it again. uh, It won't be every Saturday. It'll actually be every Wednesday evening at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. This was just a special broadcast so I can introduce myself to you guys and and, uh, give you a brief preview of 
of what's to come. I'm looking forward to the adventure that we're taking together. And until next time, peace.